my name is Isla. Welcome back to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. And today we're going to talk about weight fluctuations, but I just want to address that if you're watching this on YouTube, which you totally should, um, we also post other videos over there on YouTube and shorts and stuff, but um, I feel like I look a little busted because I got microneedling done yesterday, um, which if you know, it literally like pretty much busts your face, but hopefully I'll look even better than before in a couple of days. So just want to <laughs> address that. And I went to play pickleball earlier and I was like, I just need to come in here and do some work because if I go home and try to look cute, that'll end up taking like a whole hour and I just want to work. So anyway, today we're talking about weight fluctuations and it's a replay episode from a while back. And I'm pretty sure it was like exactly a year ago that this <laughs> was posted. I guess we thought you needed to hear about it then too, but it's one of our most popular episodes. So I'm glad that you liked it. I wanted to replay it now because I am getting feedback from clients that what they get nervous about when it comes to the holidays is that when they start to see an uptick on the scale, they feel like they've already blown it. They might as well just keep going for it and start over in January. And that is so not true. Even as a personal example, I've been trying to like shove in all these weekend trips uh, uh, before we leave the beautiful and wonderful <laughs> airport of DFW is like my favorite part about living here, but I keep coming back and Monday, my weight is up like two or even three pounds from when it was when I left. But I know as a dietitian, that's not fat. However, however, if I didn't know that I'd probably just be like, well, screw it. I'm just going to like, keep on doing whatever. Cause it doesn't matter anyway. All my hard work is down the drain, but I stepped on the scale three days later after my foodie tour of San Diego this past weekend with my friends and I'm back down to my lowest weight again. So if I didn't know that I'd probably give up and then I would just like keep going up and up and up. But I want you to know that your weight fluctuations during this time are most likely water weight. It is so hard to eat over your basal rate. I mean, over your resting rate. So you're likely not gaining fat in a day, but you will gain fat if you think that you've done wrong and then you give up and you keep on going and going on. That is how you actually increase your fat mass. But Lacey and I go into this in this episode and please give a listen so that you do not give up during the holiday season. Even if you just maintain during this time, that is so great because it is one of the hardest times of the year to try to lose weight. So even if you just have to adjust your goals to just maintaining, that's fine, but you won't get there if you think that all these weight fluctuations are fat gain. Um, announcements. Oh, I have two. So one announcement is that um, it's a new month and with the new month comes a new millennial living challenge. Millennial living is our membership program or platform, if you didn't know. And um, this month I want to push you to eat fruits and vegetables because I feel like during the holidays, it can be hard. And sometimes with clients, I say, this is the only goal that it might be realistic during this time. So I want you to post a couple of pictures throughout the month of how you're getting in your fruits and vegetables. Optimally, if you can do five, that's great. Like five um, servings throughout the day. But for the picture sake, you can just post how you're getting in maybe like two at a meal. The details will be over on Millennial Living along with a video, a recipe, if I get around to making it. Um, we always do recipes every week, um, a grocery store guide, all the things that'll help you get through this time. But make sure to go over there. You get a two-week free trial. And if you... Enter the challenge with posting the vegetables that you have eaten in that meal. You get entered to win a gift card of $25. And we don't have a lot of people over there, which is fine. I like having, you know, all the people that we have over there, especially because it's mostly previous clients, which is great. Um, but that means that your odds of winning the gift card if you enter is pretty high. Um, second announcement is that if you're a previous member um, or a previous client, 
I highly encourage you to sign up for follow-up sessions. I had an email from a client today and we've set up to have her schedule three monthly sessions. So if you if you were a previous client, you always have the opportunity to schedule monthly sessions. No other people get this and it's for a super, super cheap rate. You can go online and see what it is. But um, basically, I just like to think of them think of them as accountability sessions. And what is helpful is for you to book a couple of them. So you're committed and then have you be accountable to yourself for a couple of different goals throughout the time. And it can be really helpful during the holidays. Let's say you want to just focus on maintaining your steps or maintaining your um, like produce. I'm not ever going to push you to do anything you don't want to do, but I'm here to help you be accountable. And then maybe you be accountable to yourself somehow over the course of the month and we can figure out what that looks like for you. And then you just submit it to me or present it to me of how you did it. Um, so basically you be accountable to yourself so that you're accountable to me at the end of that month for our next meeting. Just something to think about if you feel like you need help again, I will never push you to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, we can totally go for it. I know it's really hard. So maybe we just focus on maintenance and we figure out how to get you there. But without further ado, let's get you into our wonderful podcast episode with me and Lacey all about weight fluctuations. Hello, and welcome to the millennial nutritionist podcast. I'm Isla Garcia, master's degree of nutrition science and registered dietitian, and I'm going to make weight loss realistic, sustainable, and uncomplicated for your busy lifestyle. On this podcast, me and my team of registered dietitians will decipher the latest nutrition research, dissect bad diets, and discuss social media trends for you so you can feel confident knowing what to eat to achieve your health goals. Research suggests that most weight loss programs aren't successful, but my experience has taught me that this is not because the participants aren't committed. It's because those diets are designed by non-nutrition professionals and center around severe restrictions. We are here to provide the facts about the science of weight loss so you can have the success you want and continue living your best life. Um, all right. So getting into what we were actually talking about today, um, about weight fluctuations. So bear with us as we are trying to kind of dive into this, because I know even as a dietitian, it's hard for me to kind of explain this sometimes, um, but we're going to try our best here. So first, um, let's just like define what weight loss even is like, as we continue to talk throughout, um, this time, what do we mean when we talk about like weight loss? Like what does weight loss mean to you? I guess weight loss overall. I mean, ideally we want to see that as true fat loss, if you are looking to, um, like, you know, maintain a a lower body weight, um, or healthier body weight. Um, but any type of, you know, fluctuation in your weight or loss in your body, whether it's fat loss, water, water loss, muscle loss, um, can kind of make up that decreased number on the scale. And so when it comes to weight loss, just seeing that number drop, um, on the scale doesn't always mean that we're truly losing body fat. Um, there are other things that we can, that can fluctuate and decrease in our, um, body as well. Um, Um, how would you sort of define weight loss? Yeah, I think I would say the same. So weight loss is super general. Um, and it could be just like any, any like weight loss truly is just like having a lower number on the scale, right? Like you're losing weight. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's always healthy. It doesn't mean that it's a positive thing. Um, it doesn't mean that you're losing, um, actual fat, which is again, like what helps you preventing its disease. It helps you to be healthier. It helps you to have a smaller clothing size as well. Fat has a lot more volume on your body than muscle. Um, and so what we really try to target in our program is 
fat loss, not just weight loss, but sometimes that those two, I think, um, words can kind of get misconstrued. So, um, just knowing that there is a difference between like weight loss versus like fat loss, um, versus muscle loss, um, weight loss kind of comprises all of it is basically how, what I would say too. Yeah. And I think too, you know, just talking about that number on the scale, you know, you might, um, if you've ever done like a, a really strict diet before, you might see a really quick drop on the scale. And there are lots of things that can cause such quick drops or um, rapid weight loss. And one of those is dehydration or, um, you know, not having as much water in your body, eating like a super low carb diet because um, carbohydrates are going to hold on again to water as it's stored through glycogen. So I think like if you have experienced that like super rapid weight loss happening, it's really hard to tell if it's true fat loss or true um, or or if it's um, indeed like a water fluctuation or weight loss, water loss. So I think it's, it it can be really hard to distinguish if you're not working with somebody or if you're not really sure what that number is on the scale. Yeah. Cause I don't feel like a lot of other programs really try to get you to lose the weight, the way you need to, like, I think a lot of programs that do just like slash calories, they don't care like what the number on the scale is reflective of. If it's just from severe dehydration, like that's not really something to praise. It's like pretty unhealthy. Um, yeah. So and it's not really our end goal either. Right. Like, we don't want to lose weight because we're dehydrated. Right. Um, you mentioned like the goal of our program is to really truly see fat loss. And so it can almost be misleading um, and confusing because we think we're losing weight, but we're actually not. Yeah, exactly. Um, you kind of touch on this, but let's go into like, how do we lose like the different types of weight? So I think we kind of touched on like fat loss, water loss, muscle loss. So like, how do we lose fat? So really the big distinguish, like the big distinguishing features. Um, the first thing I want to say is really that the scale doesn't always tell the whole story, kind of like what we just said. So that number on the scale um, isn't always going to tell us what's truly going on inside your body. And I think there's certain ways that we can really tell, you know, if something is fat loss versus muscle loss versus water weight um, or water fluid fluctuations. Um, fat loss, truly, you you asked like, how does someone actually lose fat? That would truly come from a calorie deficit, which is what we um, have, you know, what we promote in our program is weight loss through a calorie deficit, meaning you are eating less or you're um, it, consuming less calories than your body is using during the day. And we really try to have a really conservative calorie deficit. We don't want to go too low because again, that causes all of these other issues like we mentioned, Um, but really having an appropriate amount of calorie deficit for you to help your body truly lose fat versus going toward the muscle. What about the water loss? So you might know a lot more about this because of your um, cardiac job too. Um, So tell us about like, how do you lose water? or even gain water weight, I guess. Yeah. So I would say there's like really one huge culprit when it comes to fluid fluctuations in the body and that is sodium. Mm -hmm. Um, even I work in uh, cardiac rehab and I have a lot of patients that have heart failure, um, and their body just isn't as good at like filtering out fluid. Um, and so sodium is one of those things, even if you have a healthy functioning heart that can really, um, cause us to see big jumps in the scale. Um, I would say, you know, sodium in the body does attract water. Also, if we're, you know, we have a, a day where we're eating lots of carbohydrates, and maybe our body is storing those as glycogen, um, 
glycogen is, you know, the way that our body stores carbs for later. We have it in our muscle, we have it in our liver, and glycogen does also hold on to water molecules as well. And so um, I would say those would be the two main reasons why we might see that influx on the scale, um, if it's true water weight, um, if you see water weight uh, for a negative, so if, if the scale is going down, um, that could be a sign of dehydration or something like that. And so, you know, both of those things, um, I would say, are not true weight gain or weight loss, um, depending on your health and, um, you know, how your body's functioning, you know, they can be more harmful than, than others. But in a general healthy person, um, you might experience like after you go out to eat a lot or come back from vacation, you probably would see the scale go up, not truly because you've gained fat, you haven't been in a calorie surplus per se, but um, you've just eaten a little bit more like starchy, salty foods than maybe you normally do. Do you love our realistic approach on nutrition, but want to dive a little bit deeper? Let me tell you about the Millennial Living Membership Program. This was designed to help you stay motivated and inspired no matter what health journey you're on. We develop monthly nutrition and fitness challenges with prizes you can win if you stick with it to help motivate you through every month. To inspire you, we upload weekly recipes with downloadable food lists, monthly food demos, and we can even have a registered dietitian answer your questions on nutrition and weight loss. Our members form a community with other like-minded people to help support each other on their health journey. If you are seeking a way to stay motivated throughout your health journey with our method in mind, try signing up for the Millennial Living Membership Program for the first two weeks free by signing up on our website at themillennialnutritionist.com. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say that like, I don't think there's, I don't think we should be like focusing on trying to like lose all that water weight. Like that's not what helps us prevent against disease. Like you're always going to have water weight fluctuations. Like it means you're having fun eating fun foods. Like you're eating a healthy amount of carbs. Maybe some days you don't. That's not what I really want. Um, our, like our clients to really focus on that water weight. Um, I'd rather than focus on that fat. Um, and then what about muscle? Um, I feel like this might hit a little bit more on our like clinical days, but what, how do we lose muscle? So muscle loss would really come from if we were in a state of like really rapid weight loss where our body isn't getting enough nutrition, enough protein. So where it's having to pull from our muscles, that would definitely be a big red flag to me. We don't want to be losing our muscle mass. Um, and so I guess the, the way that you would lose muscle mass is if you weren't eating enough or maybe you were um, just in like a starvation state. Um, whereas if you were doing a lot of strength training and exercising a lot, you would see a gain in muscle mass, which, um, you know, I have seen that it where, you know, someone's eating very similarly and they're doing a lot of strength training and their weight goes up and they're like, what's going on? And then we look at their body composition and they've gained some muscle mass. So that can definitely be a reason why your weight could go up or down, but that would probably happen more over time versus like overnight. We definitely don't want to lose muscle either. I think a lot of people don't realize that it just makes it a lot harder for you to lose weight because you're decreasing metabolism. We also already lose muscle like starting at 30. So we don't want to like 
help that process along because it comes a lot becomes a lot harder to gain it back, which just helps us when we're older protect against falls. It helps us to look lean and fit. Um, I think that's a nice look to look like strong. Um, and also helps you to be able to go on a hike with your kids for a little bit longer. Um, it helps you to like go on bike rides, helps you to run around and chase your kids. So a lot of those like functional things we need muscle for. So we shouldn't just be focusing on losing muscle. The biggest benefit is going to be losing fat. Um, what about weight fluctuations during your period? So, um, what do you have to say about this? Like, what do you tell clients when they're worried about this time? Why do we think this happens? Anything like that? You know, it can be a difficult time for someone who's trying to lose weight, but I would say it's extremely predictable for our um, weight to fluctuate quite a bit when we're on our period. Um, and I would say for most women, your weight is just going to be up while you're on your period because there's lots of things going on in your body. And um, a lot of times I'll talk to clients and they'll be like, I'm really upset because my weight is up. And then we'll realize, oh my gosh, I'm about to start my period or I'm on my period. And so that can really be a hard thing during the month. And I totally understand. Um, I would say for many reasons, Reasons. The first one being fluid retention, water. So of course we have a lot more fluid on us during our period. Um, we might have some GI changes, so our digestion might slow down, making us feel, you know, a lot more bloated. Or you might feel like you look more bloated, which might make you think you gained weight when you really didn't. Um, you might again have those like salty, starchy cravings, which, like we said, can really increase your weight um, overnight. Um, you also might just like not feel as well, so you might not be moving around as much, which means again our, our digestive system's a little slower um you know we're not kind of like flushing out that fluid during the day might be you know more hydrated less hydrated depending on that and then just some hormone shifts happening in your body I think all of those things can be a big reason why your weight would fluctuate and some women even experience this like the week before their period versus the week of and so um really you know getting in tune with your body and figuring that out if you're someone who's on a weight loss journey and trying to figure that out is important because um, you truly, you know, it's, it's hard to hard to truly gain a pound overnight. <laughs> so if you do see that fluctuation on a scale and you're on your period, there's a huge explanation for it. Yeah. Yeah. I even looked up too, cause I didn't ever really understand why we retain water. I mean, there's a lot about like the endocrine system that I do not understand when then like when we're on our period, that definitely like kind of comes into play, but, um, your kid, your, um, your body actually produces a hormone that causes your kidneys to hold on to more water too. Um, which makes sense. Cause a lot of my clients, they end up having like their lowest weigh-ins after their period is over. So I try to tell them like, just hold on. And like, I think once this water comes off, as long as you stay consistent, don't let that number on the scale make you feel like you want to give up. You'll probably like be rewarded at the end of this, like awful week and a half time period. Um, <laughs> because like the water goes away and what's been going on with their fat loss has just kind of been happening under that, all that water. And then it all just comes off at once. What's nice. Yeah. And it all just goes to show how like true sustainable weight loss consistency is so is such a big factor in that and so really like rolling with you know all of these things that come up and um continuing to be consistent even if we feel discouraged it can really pay off in the end whereas if we just get on our period and we're like screw this i'm gonna do whatever i want you know it can actually be you know more discouraging after if you feel like you messed up and then you don't know what to do <laughs> exactly exactly um what do you think is a healthy goal for weight change? Everyone's healthy goal for weight change is different, and it really depends on where you're at. I think for a lot of our clients in particular, 
um, you know, even as low as a half a pound a week up to a pound. Um, if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, it could be, you know, up to a pound and a half or two pounds a week, but that would be pretty drastic. Um, but even half a pound a week is a really realistic, healthy um, weight change for weight loss. Um, really around like five in the month is considered a significant amount. Um, but I would say, you know, something that is realistic for you, sustainable for you, is it going to cause, like we said, this super low calorie deficit where we might be seeing some muscle loss as well. Um, and then just looking at, you know, additional goals, additional like action oriented lifestyle change goals um, that are healthy for weight change. I would say all of those things would be really positive and realistic for you. Yeah. I think you're speaking to like everybody's journey is very different. Um, as far as like, what's going to work for you. I think even as far as like figuring out like how to lose weight in the beginning is like the hardest part. And if you're only focusing on like how much weight you're losing week to week, you're never really giving yourself the chance to figure out like, what do you actually need to do to get in the rhythm? If you try to just like pile everything on and like going to exercise as much as you can and eat like only 900 calories, because you want to see the low number on the scale, that's just not sustainable. And so instead I think in the beginning, like having more of a goal to just like get these habits in place and then like see the weight loss come off quicker over time is going to be a lot better than just focusing on the number on the scale. So I feel like you kind of like wrapped up um, that answer really nicely with that. Like, what do you think is a normal weight fluctuation? Um, Cause sometimes I think it's, nobody really talks about this. So then clients think it's like abnormal that they step on the scale and one day they're three pounds up and then they want to give up. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so a normal weight fluctuation would be like when you step on the scale and you see a few pounds of a difference. Um, I think it could be anywhere from like a half a pound to several pounds <laughs> during the day or week. Um, and again, this might happen after you've like gone out to eat a lot or eaten a salty meal or, you know, traveled or um, had like a, a, a night out with friends or something. You know, it might not always happen that way, but, you know, throughout the day we can truly, like if we, if we weigh ourselves in the morning and we weigh ourselves at night, it, the scale will like almost definitely be up because you've eaten and you've um, drinking things, which is a good thing, right? We need to be eating and drinking and hydrating. So um, I would say, you know, half a pound to a few pounds per day um, would be a totally normal weight fluctuation. So kind of why we recommend weighing ourselves um, multiple times a week so we can get that low, that like average um, during the week. Back to the water weight, because I even I have some clients who focus on this and I want to clarify. So um, should we be focused on, on water weight? Like sometimes I get those really motivated clients. And they're like, well, I'm just trying to like dehydrate myself so much. So I have like a lower weight in like, can you kind of speak to that? I would say we should not be focusing on water weight because like we said, like shifts in fluid during the day are normal. So it would probably be pretty hard to like truly be, you know, have a low, um, or like really deplete ourselves of water for a long time to get that low. And if you think about it, even just saying that out loud, that's not a very healthy thing to be doing, right? We, we don't need to be dehydrating ourselves, um, just to get a low number on the scale. I would say we would probably want to reframe our focus when it comes to weight loss, talk through, you know, what healthy weight loss looks like, um, just the number on the scale, like we've said this whole time, doesn't always tell us the whole story. So um, yeah, I would say water weight, you know, shouldn't be our, our main focus by any means. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, at most you're going to lose what, like two pounds. And it's like, if we're really trying to do everything we can to lose like two pounds, it's like, hopefully like your goal weight isn't just like two pounds less. Like if you really do need to lose weight, we need to be thinking about the long term. And if you are at that low body weight and you're just like, I just need to lose two pounds. Like let's maybe, like you said, reframe, let's think about like why we're trying to focus everything on these last two pounds. 
um, and instead focus on something else and maybe like step away from the whole situation because yeah, I mean, it's just not Uh, healthy. I would say most people who are trying to lose weight want to kind of like keep it off and have it sustainable in the long term. And so um, really focusing on water weight is not necessarily a bad answer because it's not sustainable weight loss. Um, If you're really dehydrated, you lose two pounds. Once you drink water and eat normally again, it's going to go right back up. So again, not really the overall goal that we should be focusing on. What are the consequences of like trying to lose weight at all costs? Like if you're trying to just like cut your calories, cut your calories, cut your calories. You don't care if you're losing muscle and water. Like what would that scenario kind of look like? Or why should we even care about like just prioritizing fat loss? Someone who is like just trying to lose weight at all costs, maybe they're doing like really severe calorie deficit um, or they're like over exercising, under eating. That would definitely be a big red flag for some muscle loss. And like we said, we definitely want to preserve our lean muscle mass to help with our metabolism. Um, It also could lead to some severe nutrition deficiencies and malnutrition or um, like not getting enough protein in during the day. And so um, all of those things would be major consequences. overall, again, you know, wouldn't necessarily be sustainable. A lot of times someone loses weight really quickly. Maybe they get to their goal weight really fast and they feel really excited. And then once they return to eating normally, it's just really hard to maintain that new goal weight of theirs. Um, It might not even be a very healthy or realistic goal weight for you either. So keeping all of those things in mind and just really focusing on your health for the long term. I agree. We want to be losing weight to be healthy. We want to prevent disease. We want to have more function. Um, and when we're losing function, if we're losing muscle, we're increasing our risk for disease and like future bone breaking events. If we just lose less muscle and water weight, like it's going to, if you lose water weight, then you're probably going to overeat because you're going to be dehydrated. Your body's going to take over and be right. like, we need some water in this thing. Let's overeat. So it's just going to backfire anyway. You know, if you are someone who really wants to exercise a lot and, um, you know, a lot of times if someone's doing like a really severe calorie restriction, they might be doing a lot more exercise and you might find that eventually it's really challenging to do that exercise the way that you used to be able to do. And so, um, that just is another sign that we're not giving our body what it needs and we're under fueling. So for those athletes out there who, you know, might want to see a drop on the scale, um, not really the best way to do that. Let's go into our tips about like how you can stay on track. Cause I think it's really hard mentally because this is not something that's like talked about a lot in like mainstream diet culture. And I find that people can lose motivation if like they don't see a constantly lower number, lower number, lower number on the scale. Um, so what is your like first tip for helping somebody kind of like stay on track with their progress um, with all of this like weight fluctuation information in mind? I guess there's, you know, two reminders that I would start out with. And the first one is um, don't get bogged down on the number. Um, and and that can definitely, if we get so hyper-focused on that number to the point where if we see it go up, um, we get really upset, that can definitely cause us to kind of fall into this frustration, all or nothing thinking. We can give up really quickly. And like we said, weight loss takes time. One week of like drastic changes isn't going to magically solve, solve all of our problems. This is going to take work and time. Um, and 
that's okay because it's not, we don't want to see, um, you know, like we mentioned those like huge drastic jumps on the scale. So um, I would say first, you know, don't get so bogged down into the number to the point where it's like really starting to discourage you. And I always want to clarify, it doesn't mean that I don't think we don't want our clients to lose weight. It just means that like, we know that weight loss can take time. And if you are like expecting super fast weight loss every single week or every single day, um, you might get discouraged and stop. So it's good to just like keep everything in mind. So we're just, again, like losing that fat. I think that my idea, my tip is to try to understand the science. Whenever I have clients who get discouraged, like whenever I explain like, well, it makes sense because you ate out last night. Like you, every restaurant serves a lot of salt. Um, you probably also had like bread that's going to make you hold under water weight. Like it makes sense to me why you're a higher weight on Monday. Like I'm not worried, just keep the pace. And they're like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So I think like continuing to like, just follow people that are science-based, um, probably like registered dietitian or like food scientists or something like that, um, that can help you to like get like clear information, not just like somebody who's going to say, well, you didn't work hard enough. And that's why the number is higher on the scale. (laughs) Yeah. Along with that, that kind of leads into my, like one of my big tips that I like to tell clients is almost like coming up. If you're someone who, um, gets really frustrated with weight fluctuations, come up with like a mantra for yourself or like a reminder to tell yourself before you step on the scale and after you step on the scale. And that could be something that like your dietitian has told you. So um, like what's part of that science, like, okay, weight fluctuations are normal. Um, The scale doesn't tell the whole story, like reminding yourself really those truths behind what healthy weight loss looks like and fluctuations. It could be, um, you know, what your goal is or your motivation to really um, kind of like give you a little bit of positivity before stepping on the scale because it can be really challenging. Yeah, I think that's good. Sometimes I, I do that with my clients who um, are just like really, really negative or down on themselves. I say, okay, like let's like every day, like think about like you're doing what you need to do. You're on the right path to where you need to be. You're like, uh, you're taking the steps necessary and it doesn't change when the number on the scale isn't like down again. You know, I will tell you when it's time to worry. <laughs> um, I think um, for me, uh, the next step I have is like, working with a professional, which I feel like I say every time. So, um, I find that my clients worry a lot more about their weight fluctuations than I do. I'm always like, Oh, was it like up seven pounds? They're like, well, no, it was up a pound. I'm like, that is nothing girl. Like we need to just keep <laughs> keep pace. And then they're like able to kind of calm down when I think they know that like, I know what I'm talking about. Like we're like, this is nothing to worry about. Like I see it with tons of clients. I show them other weight charts. Like, look, even I had a client that her weight went up like two times in like in two weeks. And then it went down randomly like five pounds the next week. Like you're doing fine. And so I think like working with somebody who knows what they're talking about um, is going to help you to save time and stress. And even I think like have a little bit of a better relationship with yourself and food when you know, like that some of these things just like take time. Um, it can be really discouraging. And I've definitely had those clients where we log on and they're like, I, I gained weight this week. And then we look and it's like, it was a half a pound <laughs> um, when really they had like a lower weight before. So really like, again, look at the whole picture. Um, if, if you had a low weight that week and then you're up slightly, remind yourself of those truths. I really like that tip. Um, another tip that I have just like really practical is weigh yourself at, at a good time during the day. So at the end of the day, after you've eaten and have had a normal day is really not the best time to weigh yourself after you feel like you have, you know, had an awful day (laughs) or maybe you were off track again, not the best time to weigh yourself. So, um, I would say weigh yourself in the morning after using the bathroom, um, really, you know, consistency is key. Um, and then don't weigh yourself 
yourself again at the end of the day, because it is really just kind of setting us up for failure. Um, and if you're someone who is, again, really sensitive to that number, that, again, is going to not, not be the best for you. So consistency is really important. Morning time is generally the best when we can really get a true low weight. Yes. Yeah. I tell my clients to just like, don't even pay attention to weights, like numbers that you weigh yourself, like after you've eaten anything, like yeah. we're not going to pay attention <laughs> to that. Like it just, it makes sense because you're putting more stuff in your body and that, you know, we're, we're going to just look at this low number at the beginning of the day and use that for a way to like measure over time. Um, yeah. I think my next one is another kind of like specific goal is like trying to change your mindset um, from like, I weigh this specific number to more like this overall range. So instead of saying like my weight is 160, like saying like more so like I range around like 158 to 162, because over time we want to just see that range come down. Whenever I start with clients, I always tell them like, you're going to see a fluctuation, even like three to five pounds, like, like every day, every week. But we want to measure like overall, is that like fluctuation coming down? Cause that's telling us we're losing like a baseline amount of fat. I always try to like compare it to an analogy of like, you have this like pond and the dirt is like the fat. And so we're trying to like dig away the dirt, um, but the water, like it could rain, somebody could take water out. Like that's always going to change, but the, the like river, the pond will like get, get like deeper if we continue to take out more dirt. So we're trying to take out more fat. That fluctuation will always be there with water throughout our body. And so getting used to the, the range instead of like these like few pounds is going to be so much better for you to kind of track over time. And it sounds like you kind of do that too, like looking at trends over time, right? Exactly. I think as dietitians and like medical professionals in general, nothing is ever really like black and white set in stone. No one is ever going to always weigh a certain number at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, just like how we give you a calorie range, a protein range, um, it's helpful to have that like weight range. And so, um, yes, I think it's great to kind of think through, think about your weight in terms of a range versus like a hard and fast number that we have to be at at all times. Another tip just to kind of help with um, handling weight fluctuations is to have multiple goals that you're working on. Having those non-scale victories is also really important. We already kind of touched on clothing, fitting different ways, um, having those action-oriented goals like we'd work on with protein and produce and um, meal planning and just all the different things that we can work on through our diet to focus on so that even if the scale isn't moving, let's say our, our scale is staying the same, we can still say, hey, I'm working on X, Y, and Z, and I did really you know, to reach these other goals too. So I would say, don't make a number on the scale. The only goal that you're working on, work on some other ones too. And that'll really help not only get you to that number on the scale that you want, but also just feel a lot more positive about your week in general. Yeah. Yeah. I make sure to do it with my clients too, is like, we talk about from the beginning, like what are, you know, what is this like weight loss really going to bring you in life? And so then they start talking about those non-scale victories. Like I want to have more energy during my work day, or I want to feel like, I'm not nervous about every food that I put into my body. And so when we think about like, you're, you're, you're doing the right things. If you're working with a professional, like you're going to get to the weight you want to be, it might not be like every single day is a lower number. That's where you need to like focus on like, but today I had more energy, but today I felt like I was super confident with my choices is kind of how that can look practically. And we actually go over this in an episode with Jylan, um, our uh, therapist. Yeah. She talks about um, we get into the nitty gritty about like how to kind of make those non-scale victories, what that can look like, how we can have like a better relationship with ourselves as we lose weight. So if you're looking for more specifics, I would recommend going over to that episode. Um, yeah. But I think that is it. Any other tips that you feel like were left out? 
No, I think we covered everything. I think overall, just like one final tip, you know, having, again, a realistic weight goal for yourself, you know, being kind to yourself before you step on the scale. Don't go on there expecting to be like five pounds down in a week because we know, again, that's not realistic. So um, reminding yourself that you are, you know, in the end of the day, whatever the scale says that day, you still made progress working towards your goals. And um, there's always, you know, something that we can name that's positive that we did that week, even if there's lots of things we can work on. Just, again, refocusing your mindset and your framework to kind of really help you get there. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lacey. I feel like we hopefully gave some help to some people who are struggling with weight fluctuations. A lot of people have been DMing me asking for this topic. So I hope that helped. Oh, but, awesome. um, yeah. Um, thank you so much for your help for covering that topic, Lacey. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Millennial Nutritionist podcast. For daily weight loss tips and nutrition information, you can find us on Instagram at the.millennial.nutritionist and on TikTok at millennial.nutritionist. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who needs encouragement on their health journey. See you in the next episode.